Hello and welcome back to The Brew Interviews, the only beer podcast that watches the trash so you don't have to. I am Robbie and joining me as always via the internet is my best friend, Lord. It is episode 114 and this week we watch and review the acid-induced nightmare that is Ralph Bakshi's 1977 cartoon, Wizards. This week on The Brew Interviews. The Brew Interviews, coast to coast, brews, faves, and more with Lauren and Robbie. This episode of The Brew Interviews is sponsored by Shirts on Tap, the monthly craft beer t-shirt subscription box, but you'll hear more about them later on in the show. For now, Lauren, how you been? Well, Robbie, I have been just great. It was a short week because it was a long weekend. Memorial Day. Uh, so that's... That correct, and we got like we had like a big family get together for my dad's birthday because his birthday was on the Friday before Memorial Day, and it was nice to see all of my family because I really haven't seen any of them since Christmas of 2019. Yeah, you know, so uh, that was cool. And my nephew Ryan is graduating high school this fucking weekend, so I don't know Ugh. how to handle <laughs> that. I like. What'd you get him? I'm gonna go uh, money. Oh, that's boring. I'm, he's getting like 150 bucks. What are you buy talking him like about? A, like a lap dance or something. Well, he's got a girlfriend. So? <laughs> well, I don't, I don't want her to be upset about it. Uh. I'm not going to buy my nephew a lap dance. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're the worst Jesus ever. Christ. What? Well, he, maybe when he's... He's only 18. Maybe when he's He's older. only 18? Yeah, Maybe he's a year too late for a lap dance. Stop it. I'll get him a lap dance. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's fine. Not me personally, but I'll, I'll pay for it. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that that's actually even better. Actually, I'll give you the money, and you can like handle the transactions. Oh, okay. That way, you don't even have to pay for it. Like it's from me, but it's like coming from you. Oh, oh it's like not weird. You know what I I'm mean? I'm gonna keep the money and then go to Wendy's. <laughs> All right, but you have to get me a spicy chicken. How many burger. baconators can you get for one lap dance? How much? Well, I guess it depends on the strip club. That's true. On average, how many baconators do you think would average into one? One uh, lap dance. Robbie, how much is lap dance? It depends how pretty the girl is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, an average lap dance, how much are they? Uh, in in New Hampshire, how much would a oh, lap dance go for? In New Hampshire, I have for? no clue. <laughs> yeah, me either. I've never been to a strip All club. All might have been in foreign language money, <laughs> so I don't know. Oh, well, so what are we talking? Like 50 bucks, like 20 bucks? Rubles. How much is lap dance? <laughs> well, what does that in, equal? In, in how, mu- how much is a lap dance? In New Hampshire, I have no clue. Probably not No, not but a like. Lot. Probably like, no, but like in a normal place. Probably like 50 bucks. <laughs> really? Clothes on, lap dance? Yeah, probably. Is there a clothes off lap dance? Yeah. Probably got to pay more. Go to a fucking 100? strip club, okay? Jesus. I don't want to go to a strip club. <laughs> I'm sure Danny would like to go. She's been. Couples things. She doesn't want to go again. You want to go with me, Robbie? God, no. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, I'm embarrassing. Okay, well, how have you been? I'm good. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Great. All right, on to the Yay, movie. It's been raining and depressing. So, Lauren, what are you drinking this week? Well, Robbie, I believe that this is this beer's third appearance on our show. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, but it's all been consumed by oh. different people. So I am drinking uh, High Water Brewing Imperial Campfire Stout, because um, I think you've had it on the show, and I think Dave D.L. Jennings, our fave guest, had it on the show, yep. and now I am finally having it. You're you're the having show. the imperial version, not the original. 
Yes. And I was just saying to myself, I really wish that I had gotten the original because this is very boozy. Yeah. It's 11% ABV and it's a stout with graham crackers, molasses, and other natural flavors. Um, I I really, really wish that I, I didn't know, like I just saw Campfire Stout from Highwater and grabbed it. Yeah. You know, I wasn't paying attention to, pay attention folks, because it's important. Or not knowing it's um, the Imperial version over the regular, the can is like exactly the same except for Imperial in little letters above. <laughs> it's, and it's not like, it's not like a big word, Imperial, no. like it's just, it's like, it blends right in. So whatever, it's, it's still good. Yeah. It's just a very boozy, what I would assume is a very boozy version of the normal one. But this is, like, I still get, like, the molasses. It's wicked thick. It's wicked thick. That's what it is. It's thick and boozy and graham crackery and molassesy, and I love it. Yeah, I've had both versions, so I love I love that. Which beer. one did you like better? The original. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going to go back. I got this one at the beer store, too. Uh, in Nashua, and I want to go back and see if they have the non-imperial one. Yeah, that'd be very good. Yeah. What about you, Robbie? What are you having tonight? Tonight I am drinking Swaktopus. Yes. It is a double IPA from Two Share Brewing in Manchester, New Hampshire. That is the coolest (laughs) can art, Robbie. I wanted some weird can art for the weird movie we watched. Yeah. Yeah, I really dig it. Uh, Tell Steph I want a candle out of that one. It is a double dry... It is double dry hopped with Citra and Idaho 7, coming in at 8% ABV. It's good. It's your average double IPA. Nothing nothing super special, but if that's what you want, you just want an easy-to-drink, simple double IPA. It's perfect. Then It looks like it's got flavor flakes in it. It might just be your screen, but... No flavor flakes. Just hazy. Just hazy. Just the, just the screen. It's got that... Do you think, Ida- do you think Idaho 7 hops taste like potatoes no they definitely do not but all i can really taste is that double dry hoppedness which is fine yeah it's fine i don't really care for it all the time but some people do yeah i find that like when it's it's more like juicy or like flake like the flake you can tell like the flavoring is different oh it's completely different yeah 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 i'm I'm a fresh hopper i think i'm a fresh hopper. i mean i'll drink anything but that's because you're an alcoholic no i'm not so moving on to the main topic for tonight we watched a movie that I can only describe as, I think in the intro, a drug-fueled nightmare. Um, I thought I was on LSD. <laughs> I've never even done LSD. So when I was a little kid, this movie was on TV. And I, I clearly remember certain scenes of this movie being super messed up, even as a child. And then recently, maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago, something like that, I wanted to figure out what this movie was. I did some, you know, internet deep diving, and I found out the name of the movie was called Wizards. So I bought a copy of it for $5 on Amazon, and I made Lauren watch it with me. And holy shit, was it way more fucked up than I remember. Robbie, this movie is literally the most fucked up thing that I think I've ever seen. Yeah, you want to know the most fucked up part about it? Is that it's rated PG. I know. (laughs) I told you. It has the same same rating as Frozen. Do you know that? Well, it's called a PG movie, yeah. Because I remember it being a kids movie, and I told Lauren, "Hey, let's watch this kids movie. That's kind of fucked up, but it was it was not a kids movie." And then there were swastikas. And, were, we'll and then get there to were that. swastikas. We'll get to that. <laughs> Don't spoil all the fun. So, Wizards came out in 1977, uh, written, directed, and produced by Ralph Bakshi. Ralph Bakshi is mostly known for uh, comic animation, but also did Fritz the Cat. Which was the first... Yeah, which is like an adult... Which is an adult cartoon, cartoon movie. It was the first X-rated animated movie ever. 
was Fritz the cat. Does it show that cat having sex? No, I don't. They don't show them having sex, but there's like animal boobs. It's it's or geez, it's really weird. Literally, the cover is like a cat's hand on another cat's shirt, and like her sitting on his lap. If you haven't watched Fritz the cat, it's a sexy cover. If you haven't watched Fritz the cat, I I highly recommend watching it just for entertainment purposes. Um, He also did the Lord of the Rings animated film, which I like really remember that one as a kid. And he also did two other movies, Heavy Traffic and Coonskin, both animated features that I want to see, but I couldn't find copies of them for sale. Not cheap copies. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm not. If something, if somebody were to say, "Hey, sit down and watch this with me," I would, but I would never go seeking out <laughs> those movies. I don't. That's because you're Cause not this a This one movie has person. just put me off so much. Yeah. How did it put you off? It was amazing. Oh, the movie no. had a budget of 1.9 million and had a limited theater release, but it grossed about nine million dollars total. So it made money, which is nice. It did. It was made by 20th Century Fox, which is now owned by Disney. So this is technically a this Disney is technically movie? a Disney movie. Does that make the Does that make the fairy a Disney? Princess? Does that make Eleanor one of the characters a fairy? Yeah, a Disney princess. I don't know. That would be fun. I don't know. I think she'd be my favorite Disney princess. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, not really a noteworthy cast. We have the main character, Avatar, played by Bob Holt, who did a voice acting on a lot of cartoons in the 70s and 80s, Gummy Bears, uh, Scooby-Doo, and he actually voiced the Gremlins in the Gremlins movie. Yep, fucking yep. Amazing. I read, I saw that on AM. We have Weehawk, one of the other main heroes, played by Richard Romanus. He actually acted in A-Team. Oh, really? Yeah, he was just in random episodes of A-Team, MacGyver. He did voice acting in the movie Heavy Metal, which is another one of these weird adult animated films that I told you I want to watch with you because it's fucked okay. up. And also, well, I looked, here we go. Yeah, I looked up something about him. He was born and raised in Barrie, Vermont, which is where all of my family is from. <laughs> Wait, Robbie, all of my family is from Barrie, Vermont, too. What? My my grandfather, my mom's side of the family is all from Barry. Really? I'm pretty sure. That means my pretty my sure grandparents probably know your grandparents. Oh my god, are we related, Robbie? Uh, we're definitely we related? not related. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, goddamn. And lastly, we have Necron ninety nine. He is played by David Provel. He's hasn't really been in anything of note except for Shawshank Redemption, which is a great movie, but he didn't have a big part in that. Yeah, it is a great movie. Oh, I forgot I forgot one other uh, notable voice actor, and that's the great I was gonna say. Mark Hamill. He plays Sean the Elf. Who is on screen for about 30 seconds. <laughs> and then he gets fucking shot. <laughs> Did you know, um, so that's the same, this movie was released the same year that Star Wars yeah. was released. Um, and George Lucas actually recommended Mark Hamill to ralph for the voice of sean really and lucas was super excited to see wizards because he was a big bas- basket basket how do you say his name Bashki. Bashki fan <laughs> he was a big Bashki fan yeah actually it's funny you brought up star wars it was released the same year or the year after whatever it was the original title of wizards was supposed to be wizard wars but he felt it yep. was too closely to star wars and he didn't want confusion and bullshit no no george lucas asked him to change it oh he did yeah and Bashki was like, yeah, all right, fine. Huh. He's like, I don't give a shit. I would, like, what do I care? <laughs> I think Wizards is better anyway. Yeah, I also, I think Wizards is better too. And actually, some of the, um, you know the horses that they ride in the movie? Yeah, the, the weird fat horsey things. Yeah, the weird fat horsey things. Those were actually the inspiration for um, some of the like creatures in Star Wars, like the horsey creatures in Star Wars. I don't remember what they're called, but. The Tauntaun? Yeah, that. 
Those. Don't get anything like Tauntauns. No, but I'm just telling you, it was an inspiration for it, Robbie. That's a horrible inspiration That's... for anything. Well, it's a fun fact. That's not a fun fact. It's a fun oh, fact. God, also, Mark Hamill auditioned for the voice of Weehawk. That would have been better. He should have been Weehawk. I agree. Yeah. But I kind of like, I, I really liked him as Sean. <laughs> Sean. Sean. I think Sean's my favorite character in this stupid. whole movie. <laughs> so I'm going to do a little synopsis about the movie for those of you that haven't seen it. Here's a little bit of the background. Earth has been devastated by a nuclear war, and it has taken two million years for the radioactive clouds to once again allow sunlight to reach the surface. Only a handful of humans have survived the apocalypse, while the rest have changed into mutants who roam the radioactive wastelands. Eventually, humanity's true ancestors, fairies, elves, and dwarves, have resurfaced and live in the idyllic land of Montagar in peace for three millennia. Three, I almost said three million millennia. Three millennia. What's three wow. million? Three million million. Three million millions. After the death of his mother, the evil mutant wizard Black Wolf discovers some long-lost military technologies, which he finds out to be from the Nazis in World War II. Full of ego and ambition, Black Wolf claims his mother's throne, assembles an army, and sets out to brainwash and conquer Earth. Meanwhile, Black Wolf's gentle twin brother, the bearded and sage Avatar, calls upon his own magical abilities and his friends, Eleanor, Weehawk, Necron 99, and Sean, to foil Black Wolf's plans for world domination. So I like so when we first started watching this movie, we weren't sure if this was taking place on Earth in the future in the past. We were so confused because the narration was super boring <laughs> in the, the beginning. Yeah, and actually, so the, the narrator, I don't remember what her name is, but she asked to be uncredited because she was scared that it was going to be, like, bad for her career. Well, that was a mistake. I know. I, and she is not noteworthy, really. No, not at all. So no. that's her, her bad. She should have been credited. So I think in the beginning of this movie, it did say that, like, the world exploded, but, like, it didn't actually explode. It just kind of, like... Like yeah, it was nuclear technology fallout. like fucked everyone. Yeah, yeah, it was nuclear fallout. Yeah. And then like million three million years later or whatever, all of these people like all of these like creatures of the earth like came like the fairies came back out and like so like <laughs> the whatever. fairies came back out. Yeah, the fairy <laughs> the fairy happy Pride Month everyone. It's, yeah, it's Pride Month fairies back out again. God fairies <laughs> are coming out. <laughs> it's it's very original. I do like the thought of this future chaotic almost like medieval times earth like it's not in the past it's kind it's of like a tolkien well he you know he it's like this it's like a tolkien-esque kind of but with landscape guns but technology. with technology and guns and i will give this movie props for its originality because yeah. i i do really think that this is a very original like story idea um i have my qualms with it but <laughs> You mean on the execution? Yeah, I had a little yeah. left to be desired. Um, so we're not going to get super deep into the movie because obviously you guys need to watch it. I highly Is recommend it. Like, it. It's like three fucking hours long. It's the worst. It's not. It's not at all. But you can just go on YouTube, I believe, and it's like $2 to rent it. It's definitely worth it. Watch it with some friends. It's it's super entertaining. Yeah, do some LSD beforehand. No, no, don't. Like, drop some acid, and then you're going to get... Wh like, this will just blow your fucking mind. Maybe it'll make sense if you watch yeah, it that's, when that's you're tripping. True. You know what I mean? Uh, so first I want to talk about the animation style. So Bashki was kind of known for doing this weird... It's hard. How do you explain it other than it's Bashki's art style? It's just like it, this weird, trippy, no, psychedelic art. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, it's kind of an art style of its own. Correct, it's such, yeah. He's such like a cult 
like <laughs> he's such a style, cult. <laughs> like he's such a cult style director like animator you know what i mean like his stuff is so unique but he yeah. actually like drew like a lot of like um he had another like director friend or something that or like animator friend that had like a series and he based um piece off of like his like one of his characters and his movies and stuff yeah. but um yeah, the Anna. What were we talking about? The animation. <laughs> the animation style. It's like Doctor Seuss if Doctor Seuss did a bunch of drugs. It's, yeah, it's kind of like the stoner version of Doctor Seuss. Yeah, like the, there's the no right angles. Version. There's no simple perspective. The lighting is all weird. It, it's just it's just random almost. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's random but consistent. Random. <laughs> I don't this. So the animation of this movie like really fucked with my head because the first i don't know maybe 20 minutes of this movie is just like drawn out illustration it's It's just like these still shot they're absolutely gorgeous they're the most like i would frame some of those like shots and like hang them on my wall because it is just the most beautiful illustration and then it cuts to like cartoon animation and then sometimes in the cartoon animation there's like actual like live footage of like smoke or whatever and then they use like this this uh uh, technique called rotoscoping which is all of those militia like scenes in the back like the final like battle scenes and shit yeah it's like silhouettes of yeah it's called called rotoscoping (laughs) just i looked it up um but uh and that it just like there's so many different styles of animation that it just it was too much for my brain to like be able to i'm like what the fuck is happening here like why why why, why do you think i remembered it as a kid because it was so messed up and it was so oh, i random. think you're right i think you're right because remember when we talked about like this movie like you watching it as a kid i was like oh yeah this other movie uh what nemo and dreamland or something like, yeah, yeah i remember that because the ink stuff was like really fucked yeah. up like i remember that just being like really creepy and weird it's like me it's like, like miyazaki it's miyazaki style i think that does nemo but yeah yeah, same thing. It just kind of sticks in your head. Um, also, you and I were talking when we were watching this movie about where um, the scenes of that, like, militia, like, all of those battle scenes yeah, uh, came in. So some of those, the Shadow Warrior footage uh, was taken from the movie Zulu in 19... Which I uh, said during the movie. 64. Um, El Cid in 1961. Patton, 1970. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Battle of the Bulge, 1965, which my grandfather actually fought and won a Medal of Bravery for. Cool. Um, uh, and Alexander Nevsky, 1938. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I knew I knew I recognized some of those shots, and I was like, I've seen these before. And I, I said, I said, oh, that one's from Zulu because there's nothing yeah, else yeah, like Zulu. Yeah, yeah, you were so. like calling out like what they were, <laughs> and he actually used that technique because he ran out of uh, budget. It, oh, like really? at the end of the movie <laughs> and so like the he went to the he went to the the studio right and was like can i have fifty thousand more dollars because uh writing wages have gone up like we have to, it's like our last animation is like this battle scene yeah and the studio and at the same time george lucas for star wars was asking for three million more dollars to finish star wars and the studio said no to both of them Oy. so george lucas was like fine i'm gonna put it in myself but you have to sell me all the rights to everything back yep big mistake on the studio's <laughs> <Yep>. part <laughs> and then and so um uh, baskin was like baskin okay, well, what did i <laughs> and his 32 flavors <laughs> i almost called him um oh fuck it, never mind um <laughs> bashki Batsky, bat baski 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 whatever baski 
Ralph. And so Ralph was like, uh, yeah, I'm just going to – he Disney used to use that technique for the rotoscoping all the yeah. time. So he was like, that's the cheapest way to get it done. And it adds more creativity to my movie. So it that's was. Like he, he, did. T- he did the rotoscoping with the scenes from the old movies. But then he also overlaid some of his own – like like whimsical fantasy like armor over certain people like it, it, he changed it up enough so it wasn't direct copy but yeah yeah so cool. exactly yeah uh, so should we talk about the nipples Robbie this movie has so many nipples in it yeah it's a lot of dicks too this movie has hookers also ba- Bashki is known for one thing and that's and that's nipples tits, tits and nipples in his adult cartoons and boy he was really there he no... really fetishize fetish fetishize wow why can't fetishize, I say fetish, fetish thank fetish, you I say whatever. it again. I, he really yeah. like fetishize. Fe- what the fuck? Who cares? You're right. Go. He really like <laughs> makes uh, whatever with women in all of his, all of his like <laughs> films and stuff. Like they're all fetishized, fetishized, fetishized. Whatever. Oh, whatever. You, you guys know what I mean. It's like it's like those paintings on the side of vans back in the 70s, like the medieval like woman, the barbarian woman with the the loincloth. Very and scantily clad, yeah. like big boobs, wide hips, small waist, nipples pointing out. It's oh, cold all the time. It's always cold in those Bashki movies. Always cold. <laughs> Must be freezing three million years. There's so many the like explode. hidden dicks. I don't know if he did it on purpose, but there's always hidden dicks. Every building looks like a dick. I'm like, look, Lauren, that's another cock. Like, <laughs> I know, I know what the Avatar's house or whatever. Yeah, up his on castle the hill. was literally just a, a cock. big old dick. Also, the swords all looked like dicks. Yep, yep. <sighs> a lot of all dicks. Them dicks and titties. All the dicks and titties. Speaking of dicks and titties, let's move on to Nazi stuff. Also, so, this is a children's. This is a family film. This is a, this is a PG this movie. This is a PG right? family film. Just keep that in mind. So, one aspect of this movie that I totally forgot about. From when watching it as a kid, um, what's his name? Black Hit- Hitler? No, not Hitler. <laughs> Black Wolf. Black Wolf. So part of Black Wolf's plan to overtake the Earth and rise up these armies of mutants and goblins and all that stuff is to use propaganda, and this propaganda is old World War II Nazi Hitler footage that he finds on old reels. This is like three million years after the world ended. But these these reels of Hitler still exist because, of course, they do. I know. I was like, why them. Why wouldn't he find like a USB? I, and then I was like, this was made in 1977. USB. It didn't. It didn't. Like, why isn't this playing on a TV? Like, <laughs> why is there a fucking projector uh, right now? Like, why is everything yeah. old? So what we forgot to talk about was technology is outlawed in the world at the time. But Black Wolf uses technology to to fight everybody else, and that's why he wins a lot. But. So he uses propaganda of Hitler and the Nazis to raise an army and fight all the fairies and dwarves and stuff like that. But there's just so much. There's like swastikas everywhere in certain scenes. It literally show like I'm not even kidding with when I said the animation is all over the place. It is literally yeah. showing Hitler and like yeah. swastikas and like armies marching and like actual World it's War footage. II footage. It's real it is footage. actual footage. It's not cartoon. <laughs> it's not animated. It is real life <laughs> Hitler footage in this children's family PG film, which is fine because we should educate our children. And technically, this whole movie is an anti-fascist movie. Like, yeah, it's, it's like it's, it's like a warning. basically showing like technology sucks and like we should be against dictators and fascism. Yeah, and how which I'm all about. Can, yeah, it's it's about like the and... yeah the 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 uh, dangers of propaganda. Yeah, one of the things people a lot of critics are quick to toss out there is that the 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 message from the movie is super obvious 
Oh, wicked obvious. But, but it's like where they try they weren't trying to fucking hide it. Who cares? Like why was that a critique? He's not trying to hide the message behind the movie. See, I wouldn't think I don't feel like that is a critique. I think it's just a statement. No, but you these are what? negative these are negative critiques oh. about from people all of them i mean negative, by the way. <laughs> i mean literally like the the like lizard thing like the uh, yeah his little minion his little minion which was uh t- that inspired uh by Gollum from okay uh, lord of the rings he's like chewing on a body or something like in the beginning like or a pig corpse carcass. yeah there's a star of david on that yeah so like it's, <laughs> it's very crazy. it's I mean if if the actual Hitler footage wasn't clear enough like there's also hidden meaning in it all oh, over the place. He also yeah. speaks out about against like um religion in it like uh, like Oh uh, yeah the, the two uh with the two rabbis or two priests rabbis, or whatever they're they either are. rabbis or imams. I can I can never figure it uh, yeah, out. Yeah, but, but they but it like speaks out against organized religion yeah. also in this. Yeah. So I'm kind of down with the whole message of this movie it's but like it's an acid trip for sure. Oh, it's so fucking great. Um, let's talk about the deaths. The deaths in this PG I thought movie. you were going to say, let's talk about the dicks. And I was like, let's we talk already about the did, Robbie. The, <laughs> um, the deaths in this in this movie are so good. They're so graphic. Like we said, it's a PG movie for children. And you just have blood pouring out of some of these deaths. And it's, just, and it's, not, it's not like a comical version of death. Yeah, it's like death it's like your friends in the trenches in war and these monsters are shooting them up and they're like crying and they're like holding their dead friend like what the fuck (laughs) yeah for real but also why i don't think that trench warfare really works that well with like swords no no it doesn't that that was that was real dumb on the on the fairies part but but the other team had uh weapons so trench kind of they had tanks they had tanks and automatic yeah yeah they had guns and shit Speaking of the technology, he he remade technology from the Nazis. He had tanks and artillery and planes, like against these this fairy and dwarf army and elves, and it's it's fucking. And they crazy. they only have swords and arrows. Yeah, not that one group. That one group steals guns from Black Wolf's troops. And they have they have uh, peace or what is it Necron ninety nine so, or something. So yeah, like peace. So Necron ninety nine is originally an assassin from Black Wolf who was sent out to kill Avatar and his friends. But they like convert him and they rename him Peace <laughs> instead of Necron 99. Yeah. Yep. Which if you see the cover art for the movie, Necron 99 is is the guy on all the cover art. Which is so weird because he's not a main character. He is a main character. He's just Well, not... he's not like he's not like the main character. He's no. like a supporting main character. It should be Avatar. It's not like Black a Wolf. movie around him. Yeah. Yeah. And like he dies. Spoilers. oh sorry it's it's hard to explain this movie without being able to play footage for you guys to see so you do need to see it yourself but um the ending of this movie is so great it it reminds me of like indiana jones uh the final battle between black wolf and avatar and you think it's going to be this big magic battle because black wolf is basically a warlock and avatar is a wizard they're both wizards they're both they're, yeah, wizards they're both going to have this fucking magic war but that's not how it works at all avatar is like i'm sick of you i'm so glad you changed your last name which is hilarious pulls out a luger and shoots him. <laughs> which is hilarious it was i was not expecting that no like you and work. i you and i both of our mouths were hanging open we were both like what the fuck just happened yeah, and he shoots him with a fucking pistol instead of magic even though he's against technology 
And that's basically how the movie ends, is, like, them running away. and, and the, I wonder the if that was cleansing. meant to be, like, you can't fight evil with goodness. You just gotta fuck evil up. Yeah, you, know you what just I mean? gotta Like, just be evil against evil. Take care of them. Otherwise, like, fucking the Hitler regime is gonna take over the world, you know? Or they ran out of money. And they're like, oh, shit, we can't do this big, giant, animated magic battle. <laughs> Let's just shoot him. Yeah, I mean, that could also be it. That could definitely also be it. That could definitely it. also be it. Um, I think the last thing I have to say about this movie is I love the soundtrack. It's it's weird. It's trippy. It's 70s. It's funk. I don't really remember a lot of the soundtrack. I remember the battle scene. Not only did they bring the weapons, <laughs> they brought the funk, my friend. I think even one of the shields looked like a disco ball. Like, it was... It was Funktown, USA, my friend. It was a good... I, I do like the soundtrack. Yeah, it's hard to listen to the music when everything else is just so distracting in the movie, like the tits and the dicks and the blood. There are tits everywhere. Else. There's tits tits and blood everywhere. That's like real life. <laughs> it's like a lesbian just couple when someone has their period. Ew. You know what I mean? Ooh, yeah. Take that part out. You're disgusting. Oh, I'm editing this week. I'm leaving it in. Blah. So what about you, Lauren? Anything else to add to this wonderful masterpiece? Um... I, I don't know. I, 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 I think that my opinion is pretty clear. Before we talk about the ratings of this movie, we're going to take a quick ad break from our friends over at Shirts on Tap. Shirts on Tap break, go! Today's sponsor is Shirts on Tap. Shirts on Tap! Shirts! Shirts on Tap! Hey, hey, shut, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Clearly, you are in alternate universe, Robbie, where you're a hipster douchebag and you're into EDM and auto-tuning. But everybody loves auto-tune. No, 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 they really don't. So shut the fuck up while I tell our listeners about our amazing new sponsor, Shirts on Tap. But T-Pain is my hero. Wow. Alternate universe Robbie is way more fucked up than regular Robbie. I have abandonment issues. And sometimes I wear women's clothes. Jesus Christ. But not in a creepy way. You know what? I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go. Do things away from you. Why is everybody always leaving me? Scatting. Today's sponsor is Shirts on Tap. Shirts on Tap is a shirt-based subscription box. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, but Robbie, why on earth would I want to get one shirt every month? Why? Why, you ask? Because Shirts on Tap works directly with independent craft breweries and designers to create custom and unique works of art each month and then slaps that shit on a fucking shirt. And guess what? Once that month is over, that shit goes in the fucking vault like a goddamn Disney movie. And when you do sign up, you can choose from seven awesome beer cities and change it each month depending on which shirt you want. And did I mention you can also choose from six different styles of shirts? If you're like me, you get a nice crew neck. Or maybe you're one of those weird people who wear tank tops all the time. You can get one of those too, I guess. And the best part is, it's just $24 a month. Shipping is free, and there are no contracts. Which means you can end the relationship whenever you want. Just like Lauren's ex-wife. So go get some awesome and customized shirts featuring independent craft breweries when you join the club today at shirtsontap.com. And be sure to use our promo code BREWINTERVIEWS, all one word, to get $10 off your first box. That's promo code BREWINTERVIEWS for $10 off your first box. Cheers. And we are back from our ad break. So we're going to go over some ratings from some of the popular rating sites as we always do. First up, we have IMDB which gave this movie a 6.5 out of 10, which is higher than I thought it would. Yeah. 
No, for IMDb, I, I don't know. I guess I can... I feel like it has enough of a cult following. Yeah. I don't know. You, with movies like this, you just never know, though. Yeah, I would not give it a 6.5. <laughs> That's... Because you're mean. No, I'm not. So Rotten Tomatoes, the critic rating is 59%, but the audience rating is 70%. Interesting. Hell yeah. How many audience people have rated i don't remember what it was it was like 1200 or something like that okay so a fair amount yeah it doesn't get an audience rating until it has a certain amount oh i don't know know how things work robbie which leads me to metacritic metacritic does not have a listing for this movie at all which is disappointing interesting yeah metacritic's like hoity-toity assholes though so i kind of get it although i wonder because like this movie wasn't actually going to be released on dvd Oh, they had to like um, petition for it, didn't they? They had to petition. So you, I, I have it right now, but you have like an actual DVD copy, and that yeah. never would have existed if it weren't for those petitions. Woo, petition! Unless it was bootleg, you know? Yeah, which yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of bootleg copies. I want a VHS copy of it if it exists. I, I wonder if it does. That'd be awesome. Just a display piece. I would love that as a display piece. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. This movie definitely has to go down in like our hall of fame. For movie reviews, I, I it was so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was I, unique. Well, I, I wouldn't say it was good, but it was unique for sure. Yeah, it's definitely worthy of a hall of a hall of fame movie yeah. review. It's like movie. this trailer trash Christmas. Uh. <laughs> I would love. I actually would really love like a movie poster for this movie because I think the movie oh, poster yeah. is really cool. Oh, I'd love to hang that up cool. on my like beer wall behind yeah, me. You know, it'd be amazing. So, Lauren, what would you rate Wizards? Or what are we five. rating it? Out, out of five? five. Always five. <sighs> if you had asked me this question right after we finished watching it, I would have given this movie a negative two. You suck. But, but, after doing my research and, like, re-watching some scenes and, like, taking more time to understand what it was about and not just feeling like I was on a fucking acid trip that I'm never going to regain myself from... Um, I am going to give this movie a two oh. <laughs> for creativity and illustration and swastikas, um, and messaging, but it, this is like, not, it's like a three hour long, like it's not, not three kids, hours kids at movie. All. <laughs> it's like seven and a half hours long, Robbie. I don't know what you're talking. I don't know where you were. This acid trip for me has lasted seven and a half hours long. So you gave it a two because there weren't enough swastikas. Is that what you're saying? Um, no, I gave it a two because there are swastikas in it. That's terrible. And so I don't mind the whole like Hitler thing. Like it really caught me off guard when we were can watching we, it. Can we clip that little no. point? I don't mind the whole Hitler thing. I just meant like I don't mind like the imagery of Hitler in this because I it, like it caught me off guard because I wasn't expecting it. No, neither was. Um, and I was like, I, I said to you like probably five or six times, we can't review this movie because I didn't really get it. Like as yeah. as an adult, like I was not, I was like, I don't understand what's happening here. But like, I kind of like, I get it now and that's okay. I, um, I think that what I'm knocking points for isn't, isn't like the Nazi like imagery. Oh, of course it's, not. it's the, there's really no character building or like really good thought out storyline in it yeah but this one like i'd rather like have a shorter movie with like less crazy animation that has like characters that i can relate to and like like and dislike Nonsense. and what do you like mean characters you can relate to they showed hitler footage robbie if anything i relate did. more to sean 
Sean and Hitler, you get it. No, not so, Hitler. I gave this movie a 3.5 out of 5. I love it. It's everything I love. It's fucking, it's weird. It's trippy. It's got a great soundtrack. The art style is crazy. There's titties. There's dicks. There's Nazis. I mean, it has everything. It covers this whole, whole, you know. It literally has something for everyone. Something for everyone, literally. <laughs> Lauren was all about the swastikas. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? So before we go, we're going to rate our beers real quick. I drank Swaktopus <clears throat> from Two Share Brewing in Manchester, New Hampshire. It's good. It's fine. It's nothing special. I don't think I'd buy it again. 2.5. That's fine. All right. You should try some of their other stuff because their I other have, stuff is good. I've had others. I've planted plenty of oh, Have you had it on the share. show? Not yeah. on the show, but I've just we've just bought it from the packy. Yeah. yeah. Steph and I went there once, I think. That yeah. was fun. We should go there again. You want to go there with me, Robbie? Oh, okay. Great. All right. Listen, I drank uh, High Water Brewing Imperial Campfire Stout, 11% ABV stout with graham crackers, molasses, and other natural flavors. Um, it's thick and delicious, and I wish that I hadn't gotten the Imperial, but I'm looking forward to getting the not Imperial. And I'm going to rate this um, a 2.75. Wow. Uh, because, well, well, I'm going to rate it. I'm rating it that because the hype that I had for it <laughs> uh was real good from you and dl jennings yeah uh, and then i got the wrong one the so wrong that one. It, it, it like it like didn't meet the expectation and this is it's like great that it's imperial I, i'm all about it but like the booze just like kind of pats down all the other flavors like I, I wish that it enhanced it instead of like mellowed it out um but i still do get some of the flavors so uh, 2.75 i think is fair for me tonight perfect well that just about wraps it up for this episode if you've ever seen the wizards let us know what you think it's an amazing movie you can find the brew interviews on our instagram account at the brew interviews or on twitter at brew interviews you can also send us an email at the brew interviews at gmail.com or on facebook under the brew interviews and if you feel so inclined you can head over to our patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the brew interviews and become part of the brew interviews family just like these people hillary mitch steph karen danny jess the wreck my podcast crew and kylie of the golden ghouls thank you very much for supporting the show also be sure to rate review and subscribe it really helps us out and i'd like to thank our sponsors shirts on tap and remember to use our promo code brew interviews all one word for ten dollars off your first month's box and adamandeve.com by using our promo code brew for you that's brew the number for you and get 50 percent off almost any one item oh god this movie was amazing it makes me feel so good for the brew interviews i'm robbie and i'm lauren you're what i'm lauren oh it's not like i said i'm boring well <laughs> i was like you know that <laughs> good night oh good night <laughs>This has been The Brew Interviews, a podcast about craft beers coast to coast with Lauren and Robbie. It's a mouthful. That's what she said.